Brian Banks resigned from the Michigan House in February after pleading guilty to making false statements in a 2010 loan application. The first time I met Brian Banks, it was to talk about all his felonies before he was elected. That's M.L. Elric from our reporting partner, Fox 2. And the last time I talked to him was about him leaving office because he had agreed to plead guilty to a misdemeanor. So my uh, relationship with Brian Banks has been bookended by brushes with the law. But he has been someone who is very highly regarded by many of his constituents as being very, uh, very focused on constituent service, on being very responsive. He has a very good attendance record in the House, which may seem like small things. But given the quality of a lot of our state lawmakers, those really seem like big deals, which is sad in and of itself. On Tuesday, District 1 voters will whittle a field of 11 Democrats and two Republicans down to one of each who will go on to compete with Libertarian Greg Cresswell in November. The district, which covers Harper Woods, Gross Point Woods, part of the village of Gross Point Shores, and a chunk of Detroit east of Gratiot, sits within the state Senate district represented by Burt Johnson. Johnson was indicted by a federal grand jury in April on charges of conspiracy and theft. The District 1 has really been kind of used and abused with gerrymandering and with having corrupt officials uh, hold the office. That's candidate Pamela Sassi. She says the public has the right to know the truth about people running for this seat, and candidates have an obligation to tell it. Candidate Tanisha Yancey is a former assistant prosecutor for Wayne County, but in her late teens, she was accused of stalking, retail fraud, and using a car as a weapon. But that was more than 20 years ago. There are things that I've, you know, done that I cannot say that I'm proud of. Um, However, there are mistakes that I've made that helped me to become the person I am today. I not only, you know, overcame the adversities and um, the strifes that I had in my my younger years, but I later became a, a, a licensed attorney, not only did I become a licensed attorney, but I became a, an assistant prosecuting attorney, which brings my testimony to full circle. Yancey says she tells her story often in schools and churches, and she says she's had to put it on the record with the state bar and the county prosecutor's office. She says being honest about her past helped her get endorsements from prosecutor Kim Worthy, Wayne County Sheriff Benny Napoleon, and county treasurer Eric Sabree. Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan has even voiced a robocall on her behalf. Burgess Dwight Foster says he thinks voters will care more about his vision for the district than his past indiscretions. His mistakes include carrying a concealed weapon in 1986 when he says Detroit was a very dangerous place and misdemeanor breaking and entering in North Carolina in 2002, which he says resulted from his taking the heat for frat brothers when a party got out of hand. You know, none of us are saints and many of us are sinners. But the main thing is how do how do we become productive um, after we've made a mistake? And everybody has had some opportunity to put their best foot forward, so to speak. State Senator Burt Johnson's brother, Justin Johnson, is also on the list of primary candidates, as are Washington Yusan and Keith Hollowell, who ran against Banks in 2016. The winner of the District 1 seat in November's general election will serve through the remaining year of Banks's two-year term. I'm Sasha Ryan, WDET News.